98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. What Good morning, Daniel. What an appropriate song by Jordan Davis. Next thing you know, uh, this Friday I've got to go to Alabama for my little brother. I say little now. He's graduating high school. And you've met my little brother, Bryce, when he was real little baby. Dude, I knew him when he was a baby. Baby baby, yeah. And I remember your niece, Tess, mm-hmm. when she was a very little kid. And now they're both graduating. It's stunning. And so uh, Jordan Davis makes a great point. Next thing you know. It's quick, man. I mean, everybody said when I had a son, they're like, now watch out. It's going to happen in a blink or whatever they say. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I got gotcha. you. And there are times where it feels like it's been 100 years. Mm-hmm. And there are times where it, I feel like I just held him in the hospital, you know. And uh, it is sad. And I don't know how I don't know how your parents do it when your kids leave. However, somebody told me. Your kid's seven, my kid's seven now. And I said, I couldn't imagine the day I got to see him walk out that door and move on. And somebody said, well, God has a way of like, by the time they're 17 or 18, you're kind of getting cool with it at that point. Oh, so your son, know. your son is very fun to be around now. Very cute. Uh, he, he's going to put you through some hell, start about 13 <laughs> or 14. Yeah, by then, maybe that's like God's way of like making it easier for parents to see him. Yeah, when he's in there They're playing young, go Fortnite and screaming like a banshee and blood curdling screams because he yeah. gets, you know, Killed in Fortnite, you're going to be like, hey, man, it's time for you to move on out. <laughs> and, hey, he might be around, and he might be close like me and, and my parents. I call my mom every single day. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I was a pretty good teenager. I mean, there was a moment where I thought my parents were, like, really stupid. You hope so. What do you mean? You well, think I, you hope he'll call my mom every day? No, I hope that um, that we <laughs> have that you, kind I of relationship. Because, well, you, you know, will. there was a point where I was embarrassed to be around my parents because I thought they were ding-dongs. And then later on, you find out, no, they were actually pretty smart. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what that period of your life is, but uh, congrats to all the uh, the seniors out there. They're getting out there and getting it done. Good luck, and oh, the places you'll go. Remember that? Oh, the places you'll go. Okay, Dr. Seuss, <laughs> please. <laughs> The Bull, today's hot country with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Good morning. On Saturday, uh, Tig and I marched in the Rooster Days Parade in Broken Arrow, and already there is controversy. Uh, Tig is now accusing me of not walking the full and complete Rooster Day Parade, which I did. No, you didn't. Well, I did. Okay. So the idea is that we got the uh, 98.5 The Bull vehicle going down the street. Right. And you're going to walk on the left side of it and pass out candy, and I'm going to walk out on the right side of it. So we're kind of like just walking with the van, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the plan. And I'm I'm over on the right side passing out candy to kids on the right side, and I see you over there, and you're passing out ki- candy to the kids on the left side. Well, thank you for mansplaining a parade to me. Thank you. I had no idea what it was. Explaining my perspective. Okay. And then we get down, and I always turn around to check on my buddy, you know, make sure you haven't fallen behind in the parade Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I go, oh, good, Daniel's still there. Fantastic. We don't have to slow the van down. And then I would uh, just spot check it. And then eventually, about halfway through the parade, I never saw you again. That was about halfway through. And I go, well, maybe he's just gotten, like, because there was a band right behind us. And if we were too slow, the band would, like, kind of overtake you and me. And I go, I bet he's back there with the trombones right now, and he hadn't caught up to me yet. And uh, so I said, I'll, I'll, I'll check in a second and make sure he's back on where he's supposed to be. Turn around, still not there. Turn around, still not there. Then I run out of candy. I don't know what to do because now I'm out of candy. So now I'm just waving like Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. to the crowd, and I'm looking to see if you are too waving. At, you, you didn't do the whole parade. You left mid-parade. First of all, I did do the whole parade. Mm-mm. Well, I did, and, and I think it's called uh, innocent until proven guilty. Now, if you have proof that I didn't complete the parade, I would love for you to present it right now. Otherwise, 
Uh, what I believe you're doing is libel. Okay. I'd... Uh, defamation. I've got witnesses. No, you don't. I was in the parade. In fact, sometimes, though, here's when, when I was in the parade walking, I would walk over to the children and get down on one knee and let them reach in and get a little candy out. You were walking up just handing one piece of candy and kept going. Then nobody knows yeah, who you were. You weren't interacting with the children. I stopped and had a moment where I got down on their level and I said, here, have a handful. I bet you did have a moment when you left early. I didn't. Now, that's, de that's defecation, and that's what you're doing <laughs> right, right okay, now. Defica Listen, did you not before the parade say... My car is parked about halfway down the parade route, and when we get down there, I think I might just go jump on my I said I'm car. tempted to do that. And then you did that. I don't think uh, being tempted is the same as actually I, doing Dana, it. Dana, I've got witnesses. Do you think? Do you have high regard for Chubbs and Casey? Yeah. They, they, were, they were even ahead of you, though. They believe the same thing. They, you can believe whatever you'd like. They said, where was Daniel the whole time? I said, I don't know. And Naomi, who drove our van, said, where was Daniel the whole time? I said, I don't know. So it's like four against one. You left that parade, and what you're trying to do is get on the radio and say you didn't so you don't get in trouble. Well, if I'm a grown man. I don't get in trouble do you anymore. Don't get in trouble? I'm like 45 years old. There's no more in trouble. You can be in trouble with your boss at any age. Buddy, I walk in that parade, and unless you have proof that I didn't, that's a very strong accusation. You know I might have to consult an attorney, and I'd hate to do that. I will, though. There may be, uh, they may have streamed this parade, so I might actually be able to go back Please and stream do. it and Please see the moment do. you walked away. What's the marching band that was directly behind us? Because sure. I was, I was even I was at some so point behind them. Oh, right. wait, wait, hold on. You were what? I was so busy that I, I didn't even get a chance to find out what the marching band was behind okay, us. Okay, so you're busy, right? Yeah. But I was able to keep track on you. And You just uh, said you don't even know the name of the band behind us. So if you're so observant, you. Walk, you know, looking around like a prairie dog looking for me... <laughs> You don't even know the uh, the band. You heard it here. He skipped Rooster Day Parade, pretending like he didn't. Tell your friends. That's a bold accusation, man. I mean, like, uh, for real, you could go to jail for this. Okay, fine. Or there will be financial recourse. You're going to go for punitive damages? Oh, yeah. How did you lose out on wages? Sounds like you gained you wages. You got me you real earn. punitive. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that word. <laughs> like... It was great weather, though. I was happy for that. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, Rooster Day seemed to do really well this year. And, uh, Daniel, I've got more good news. If, if you're going to stay the whole show, mm -hmm. are you going to leave halfway through the show? Keep on. Hey, this is all like being are... recorded. I will present it to the Supreme Court. I'm just asking, are you going to, like, leave mid-show like you did on the parade? Fake news. Well, if you're still here, Daniel, the bullfight at 740. Megan Maroney tickets here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, people sometimes will ask me what Daniel is like because uh, we've known each other for like 20 years. We used to be inseparable. In fact, when people would see us in public and I didn't have you with me, they thought you must have been in the hospital or something. That's how much time. And then, and then I had a kid and everything changed, and now I got a responsibility to the kid. And so when people ask me what Daniel's like these days, I say he's like a cat to me. If you own a cat, you know what I'm talking about, an outdoor cat. I see him in the morning. He comes in and eats at work. We chit-chat for a little bit, and then he and then I go home, and he goes to his house, and I never see him again until the next morning. So it's like having a cat you see in the morning, but you don't know what happened to him throughout the night. But you came in today, and you had a pretty active weekend for a single buck, didn't you? I wouldn't say it was that active. I went out Friday night, and then that was it. <laughs> How late did you stay out? 11. Whoa. I know. It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> Remember when we were younger, we didn't even get started until 11. Like, if you went out at 9, it was, like, stupid for you. Times are changing. So your idea of, like, a hell-raising night at this point 
is a few minutes after 10. Uh, this is how the night, I, Friday night, I thought, I think I'll go out on Friday night. And uh, so I started out at Mercury Lounge for uh, Cassie Latshaw's happiest hour. And this starts at 5 o'clock. So this is right up, you know, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I went there and I met up with the Jeremy and Misty, our friends that you know. Then we went to Brookside to a Mexican restaurant. Had a margarita. And then at some point, Jeremy's like, I'm going to go over here to the cigar lounge and to have a cigar. And so we walk over there. And I realized the plan is that we will all sit in a circle and we'll just watch this one guy smoke a cigar. <laughs> yeah, not that fun. So I just eased on out. Just left. <laughs> just like, well, it's your bedtime, buddy. You I was like, some- well, I'm just going to walk home. Then I realized this is a long walk. So I grabbed an Uber the rest of the way. And then I, I told um, Misty and Jeremy, let's just come over to my new house here. We'll do some karaoke here. So they came over. We all did karaoke. And uh, this guy, on and on, he's going about, on about this lady in red. Have you ever heard this song? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'll have to pull up a, a YouTube clip of it. But um, I was like, Lady in Red? I don't know that that would be a very good karaoke song. Then the guy sings it. It's a beautiful song. Really? Man, what is, it, what is this song about? Lady in Red. <laughs> what, but what is, red. It, what is the song about exactly? I don't know. So that is a pretty active weekend for a like, 50-year-old, I would say. Uh, 45. You know, karaokeing and going and having margaritas with your friends. It was like a girl's night. Chris DeBra, is that the guy's name that did Lady in Red? I don't know. Play the song. I got to get it up here. Should have been prepared. But if you're looking for a way to cap off the night, hearing somebody sing Lady in Red is probably the way to do it. Was he singing it to you? No, he's just singing it. He's looking right at you? No. He was. You know what I just did to you, Ty? I just put Lady in Red in your head now for about six months. You're going to be listening to this song every day. I know how you are. When does it get to good? Really crank it up. And he's singing it to you? You've already asked me that three times, and again, it's no. Don't make Lady in Red weird, man. Lady in Red is dancing with me. Do y'all have, like, uh, candles and things, or is it brightly lit? You're trying to make this sound romantic. That's fine. I get it. Ha-ha. Tell yeah, me but I mean, you're not going to go to a frat party, and they're playing Lady in Red over there. But if you did, the place would get quiet. And you want to <laughs> listen, you want to get a room to get quiet? Play Lady in Red, buddy. This is a hot new song. We're bringing it back. Tell me you won't listen to that song about six times when you get home today. I promise I'm not. I know that you will. It doesn't do it for me. Please. That's like, a wonderful I, there, song. I like a lot of romantic songs, not Lady in Red, especially after I know that guy was singing it to you. I know what we're going to do next, Daniel. What's that now? If you Are you are you sleepy after all that partying? Are you ready to go? I'm ready, man. Lady in Red make you sleepy. Lady in Red got me pumped this morning. <laughs> in fact, that's what every uh, school should do at the very final moments of school this year. They should play Lady in Red as everybody runs out. Well, you act like it's so electrifying. They should use it at the football games when they run through that paper. They should. <laughs> 7.40 this morning, Megan Maroney, the bullfight, right here with Tiger and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 
It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. We'd oftentimes talked about, Tig, if you're a mechanic, you're probably going to get help all the time. People are going to call you all the time. Like, you know, what could this be? What could that be? My cousin you hadn't heard from for a while. Hey, cuz, how's the kids? Listen, I got a problem with my car. Thought of something worse than that. In fact, I witnessed it over the weekend. I was at a bar on Friday, and uh, there was a guy in there. Apparently, he was a chiropractor. <laughs> oh, boy. And so uh, this guy's in there trying to enjoy himself in the bar, and I guess his buddies know that he's a chiropractor. He's having to give full adjustments. <laughs> Poor guy. Right in the bar there, and I was thinking, man, I bet that's even worse than, like, a mechanic or something else. Well, I, I felt bad because uh, one of my kids, his mom is a lawyer, and I found that out. And then, you know, I'm, like, having to hold back from, like, hey, I had a situation once when this my neighbor did this and this. You know, I had to hold back because I bet that's all they hear everywhere they go. A doctor? They go to a, a cocktail party. I bet people are like, hey, I know you're having, trying to have fun. This only took a second. Would you look at this mole for me? I bet they get that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, but I feel like the chiropractors got the bad end of it because they have to lay hands on people. And they can actively do their practice. Right, just bar. wherever you're at. <laughs> right. <laughs> or guy. So this poor guy had to give this guy another, like, adjustment. I mean, the full, the whole works, the full Monty. Not just, like, uh, can you... Pop my knuckles like I felt like I was, I should leave. I felt like I was uh, interfering because I was at the table next to the uh, mm -hmm. adjustment going on. I didn't. It's not that I felt uncomfortable. I just felt like I was violating HIPAA well, you, or something uh, by being in there. You uh, go to some hell raising bars, man. I know. I'm telling you, dude. I get my night started uh, on the weekend. I'll get started at five <laughs> in the afternoon. Watch a little chiropractor <laughs> action, and action and stuff like that. At the bed. Uh, let me ask you another question. Here is at uh, Mercury Lounge. They let dogs in there, and there was a dog in there sitting right at the bar. Mm -hmm. You think dogs like being in bars? I don't think I don't know because it's so loud to them. Don't they have super hearing and it's hurting our ears? It's got to be driving them it crazy. It seems like it, but this dog seemed to be having the time of its life. So I don't know. People like seeing dogs in bars, though. Like everybody's going to come visit with you if you have a dog. In uh, there's uh, the lady there that does this happy hour at Friday at five o'clock. Name's Cassie Latshaw. And then they had a uh, a dog, like a little dog, like a puppy, came in there at one point. Was kind of in front of the stage kind of nipping around and being really playful and puppy. Do you think that the uh, musical performer likes if a dog is no. down front mm -mm. taking away their spotlight? Yeah, no way. They, they want the attention on them. They don't want some cute You think so? Of course. That's I, my whole thing. I was thinking, I bet she wishes that dog would leave because... Everybody's looking at that dog. Right. Everybody's staring at the dog. You could yeah. not not look at the dog. Right. 98.5 The Bull, welcome into our bull fight. Today we're playing for Megan Maroney tickets. Dana, we have two contestants. One's in Tulsa. I know that. Uh, we've got Kara. Works at a pediatric dentist's office. How are you, Kara? I'm great. Uh, you'd like to go see Megan Maroney, would you? Yes. Well, it looks like you'll have to defeat Kirsty. She works at a chiropractor's office. Kirsty, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. I just moved into a new house. So. Oh my gosh, how's that? It's pretty great so far. Any oh. any ghosts? Um, not that I've seen yet. Okay, thank Hopefully God. Not. What was your question, Ty? <laughs> it's all clean once you get done moving in, and then, you know, it's like all nice at first, and then you start cleaning it again. It's like, ah, oh, I got to do this again. But exactly. congratulations on your More brand work. new clean house right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, ladies, today's uh, 985 The Bull fight. All the answers to these questions are only two letters long, so keep that in mind, and the best out of ten wins. Uh, we will start with Kara. Fill in the blank. Deja blank. Vu. Vu is correct. That is correct place. Kirsty, this is the male pronoun. 
He. He is correct. Kara. Someone that speaks Spanish, if they said yes, what would they say? Si. That is correct. Kirsty. This is an alien in a bicycle basket. E.T. That is correct. Kara. You might see someone wearing a t-shirt that says, I heart this city. New York. Two letters. NY. There you go. Kirsty. This is another word for hello. Hi. That is correct. We are tied up, Tig. Three to three. Kara. This is prior to A.D. B.C. That is correct. Kirsty, former spouse. Uh, former spouse. X, E-X. E-X is correct. We are tied up four to four. Final question. Kirsty, this is a Stephen King novel. I don't know. I don't think. Oh, my gosh. You were so close. It. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right. Kirsty, it all comes down to this. If you get this one correct, you have defeated Kara in the 98.5 The Bull fight. This is a Pixar movie. I think it's Kara's turn because you said Kirsty last time. And yes. I said it. <laughs> what now? <laughs> you said, I, I think you, you said Kirsty me. last time. Ty, get, you've yeah. got to help me out here. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, you got out of order, Daniel. <laughs> who just a- who just tried to answer the uh, Stephen King novel question? Kirsty, you said Kirsty, so I answered. So it's her Okay, turn. so it's you Kara's did not turn. know. So Kirsty, you got that one incorrect. All right, Kara, it all comes down to this. I don't know how I got that all out of whack. Is but it, it your turn, <laughs> Kara? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nice job, Daniel. Tag, you're supposed to be the judge over there. I don't know what you're doing over there in La La Land. You're the host of the trivia. I am, but you're the judge. you got to keep it in order. You're like the umpire. All right, Kara. It all comes down to this, if that's correct. This is a Pixar movie. I'm ready. Up. Up is correct. So, Judge, you must you got to figure this one and out. And with that, I mean, have they each been asked five questions? Do we know that? According yes. to my paper, they have. Okay. So we're going to have to go on the honor system. Kara, have you been asked five questions? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Judge. Yeah, she has. She well, has. She has. She won. Okay. All right. So there you go. Well, there you go. Kara uh, has Thanks, defeated Kirsty. Now, Kara, you must You're decide welcome. will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Kirsty? Totally up to you. I'm going to hold on to them. My birthday's in a couple weeks. So. All right. Well, Kara, happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for your honesty. Kirsty. I must applaud you for your honesty and helping me keep up with the game here. And uh, the judge over here, Judge Tig, useless. I would like to apologize for Daniel's poor performance. You should have a judge show on television called Judge Tig, where he's just useless. Like, where do he you just think he doesn't do anything? Pat Sajak, when he calls on people, he goes in order. He doesn't call the first person twice. That's your problem. Okay. All right. Well, ladies, thanks for being great sports. Thank and sorry you. about Daniel's behavior this morning. Okay. Hope you no, can find no, it in your heart thanks. to forgive us. Bye. All right. But, uh, Dana, we still have some things to go if you don't screw it up. Uh, today we got that Luke Combs 
flyaway opportunity yeah, that's at 8.10 on 98.5 The Bull. I don't know if you guys are doing that grocery pickup thing where you order online and then you go pick it up. It's so convenient. It's 98.5 The Bull. A lot of places are doing it now. And uh, I don't think you even pay anything extra because, uh, and also when you when you have a household, you end up ordering kind of the same things. So we need Cheerios again. Oh, we need the type of milk again. And it keeps like a, it keeps it saved in the account. So then you just go through and click what you you know, if you have 50 items you need, you click the 49 you need that week, and then you can add something. And I go and pick out the groceries, and it's like on GPS, which is pretty cool, too. I'm on the app, and it knows when I get there. And then all I got to do is say which parking spot I'm in, and that they bring that stuff right out to you. I don't know why people aren't doing that. Like, who wants to go in a store? I know exactly why they're not doing it. Because whenever we pick out our groceries, we want to get, like, the best-looking stuff. But uh, I've tested that theory, and I think that they also take pride in giving us, you know, they'll go through like it's their own. Also, Daniel, like, let's say that uh, they, this is another, like, little bonus about it. Let's say you order half-gallon orange juice, but they're out. They give you the gallon. They charge you for the gallon? No, no, no. You get it for the regular price. So if you wanted 24 garbage bags and they are out, they give you the 48-pack. Ain't that crazy? Do you tip these these people? That's a good question. You know, I feel like I should, but they don't want you to get out of the car. In fact, they even said on the sign, just remain in your car, pop your trunk, and you'll be on your way. I guess what I'm talking about is whenever I get produce or something like that, I gotta look it over. I know. When but- I'm getting when I'm getting milk. Oh my God! It's got to be the very latest I've been expiration to your house. date. He'll go and look for the best banana in the whole history of the store, and then it's he doesn't need it and it <laughs> rots anyway. So I don't know why you care about what your produce looks like. I don't know. When I go through, when I get a loaf of bread, I can't just grab bread. I got to look at every date on it, man. And then by the end of the month, you're still got and half then I of still that thing have left the whole, and it's blue. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I don't know why you care so much about it. It's <laughs> Something's wrong. I don't know why I do that either. It's not good that we're like that about food in this country. You might know how much stuff is thrown away. You know what? You're a fancy lad. I guess I am. A little fancy boy over there. I'll look at the bread, though, and if, it's, uh, if it expires one day earlier, I'm like, I'm not getting this garbage. I got to get the very latest. So you're the guy in the milk, because you know how they stock milk. They want to put the uh, milk that's closest to expiration in the front. You're the guy that reaches to the back. Way on, back as far as I can. And you won't even drink your milk. And there's some family out there that needs that milk. Shame on you, Daniel. Sorry. I'm going to try to get better. It's I, a bad I, habit. I want you to start doing pickups so you don't have to be so greedy about everything. You're I really doing. should try that. I don't mind it. It's not bad at all. And it, it's free, I think. I don't think we're paying any extra for it. So you can definitely uh, dial it up on your smartphone or whatever. And then it's ra- waiting when you get there. I thought you were suggesting that I become the person inside the store doing the shopping and picking it up, picking it out for people so that I would learn. That would be a good job for you. You think so? Yeah. I'll, I'll help I you could apply. do that. Help me apply. <laughs> Not a bad gig. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, 15 minutes away from your chance to fly away with Luke Combs. That's right. Send you on vacation on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. I wanted to say, Daniel, that uh, we did that Rooster Days parade. And the idea was, and I want to thank anybody who came out to Rooster Days. We uh, gave out some candy to the kids and stuff while we were walking. But we were walking. Uh, we had the 98.5 The Bull vehicle going down the... Are you ashamed, by the way, Daniel, before I get to this? For what? your behavior at the Rooster Days Parade? No, not at all. Okay. So anyway, uh, we got the 98.5 The Bull van going down the road, and I've got Daniel on one side of the street giving away candy, and I'm on the other side of the street giving away candy with the the Bull vehicle right in the middle of us. So we're walking as the parade rolls down the uh, main street there, and I'm looking over. I'm kind of checking on Daniel, making sure he didn't fall behind us or something. I'm checking on my buddy over and over. 
in between me giving kids candy and stuff, I'll look over my shoulder. Oh, Daniel's still there. Good. We don't have to worry about that. Because every now and then there was a marching band behind us. They would kind of catch up to where you and I were. And then I'd, lo I'd look over and I was next to a trombone and I had to catch up with the van and all that. And eventually about halfway during the parade, I can't find Daniel anywhere. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And I made a mental note of that. Maybe he'll show up in a second. I turn back around. Da there's no Daniel on the parade anymore. And I talked to the driver of the bull vehicle. She goes, I, I don't know where he is. I haven't seen him in a while. Shubs and Casey, who were uh, just one car ahead of us with mm -hmm. K-Hits, I said, have you all seen Daniel? No, we haven't seen him. And that was about halfway through the parade. So what you did was you ran out of candy or something, and you said, well, I'm just going to leave early. And then you went through the crowd and went back to your car and left. Incorrect. I went through the whole parade. I was a bit far behind because I would walk up to, to the children then I would get down on knee, get down on their level, let them reach into the bag and get their own candy out. I just saw you walk up and hand like a one Twizzler to somebody, a one like little miniature packet of Skittle. What an exciting day, by the way. Uh, I would like have a moment with people and talk to them and things like that. Um, so yeah, I was a little bit behind. So I got to the end of the parade, turned around and walked back in my car right then and there. I didn't did need not. to talk to you guys. What's to talk to y'all about? Listen, if you were at the end of the parade, I would have seen you because I was at the end of the parade too. Like it stops. And I would have seen you come up if you, you didn't. In this country, Tyke, it's innocent until proven guilty. Now, do you have proof that I didn't go all the way to the end of the parade route? Does it help that I have three other witnesses? Do you have proof? The witnesses? Do you have proof, yes or no? You know what? You're making me so upset about this that I'm going to go on. They must have streamed this parade somewhere, Please right? Please do. And uh, I'm going to go look for you. In fact, I can't wait because once our little radio van goes by, mm -hmm. you're going to see that Dana wasn't there. And then, and then I'll wait a little more just to make sure you didn't fall behind. What you're behind. doing right now is illegal, and you're saying something that's not true. And I believe that's called defecation of character, and that's what you're doing to me. I'm real scared. You certainly know your stuff. I will. I will consult a lawyer. I'll take this all the way to the Supreme Court, buddy. If you don't leave halfway through the trial, like you did hey, that parade. Hey, if you can prove that I didn't complete the parade, then I would love to see your evidence. And you, you mentioned Chubbs and Casey from K-Hits. They were... Even ahead of us, so there's no way. They were looking for you, too. I was looking for you. Didn't, you were looking for me at Daniel, the end of the parade. I'm going to say what happened. And this, okay, I'm, I'm okay, you're going to say what happened? I'm Go talk ahead. to the jury right now. Here we go. This guy left Rooster Day's parade in the middle of it. I did not. I rest my case. You're just making like, things up. Are you so lazy? I find like, you to be libelous. Libelous. Whatever it is. Libelous. And defecation of character. I mean, you don't even work up here that much. I don't even know what you do, to be honest. You sit over there and you get on YouTube or something. Well, you don't know what go, I do. And then Tyke's he, in charge of putting up the podcast. Flip a coin whether or not it makes it up each day. It's like a miracle if it's on there two or three days in a row. And then, God forbid, you have to walk for an hour in a parade, and you get you, you go, I'm out of here after 40 minutes, and you just walk off. Wrong. That's messed I up, I completed man. the parade. I'm not going to just go stand there and check in with you once I've uh, completed the parade. Well, like, hey, guys, we, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful day. I was uh, glad that the weather was nice for it. I bet you were because you left early to go enjoy it. Keep it up. You know, this is being recorded. Like, this will be. I Fine. can sue you. I will take you on people's court. Let's we'll see what Judge Watner has to say about this. Yes. And Rusty the bailiff. <laughs> Rusty. Not going to be good. Okay. Uh, litigation ahead, it sounds like. On 98.5 The Bull, but also further ahead than that, tomorrow we're back at 740 with your bullfight. Megan Maroney tickets with Tig and Daniel.
98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. You know what, Daniel? You know that Did You See is brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park, which is opening Memorial Day weekend, so not far from now. Welcome in. I got uh, some news about The Killers of the Flower Moon. That movie, uh, the trailer dropped. You saw that probably by now. But then they put this movie on in France for the Cannes, is it Cannes Film Festival? Yeah, I believe so. And they said it got a seven-minute standing ovation. See, I read nine minutes. Oh, Either way, anything over three, I would think is a good movie, right? But then I also read that the new Indiana Jones movie got a lukewarm five-minute long standing ovation, so I don't understand. Well, apparently people enjoyed uh, Killers of the Flower Moon more. It doesn't release here until October, Mm -hmm. and then you can see it on Apple Plus after that. Also, did you see this? The sad story, man. Carolina's Jewelry and Repair, little hometown business here, uh, was burglarized, and they got away with... Not a couple bracelets and watches. They got away with $350,000 in gold. Said that it was like the family's life savings. And um, and they went in through the roof of the business next door to the jewelry place, whoever did this here in Tulsa. They then drilled a wall from the next door into the back of their safe, or drilled a hole into the wall to the back of their safe. And uh, they got all the contents out, $350,000. They had security cameras everywhere. But here's the irony of it all. You know, of course, a jewelry store has cameras. But as they started, like, cutting into the concrete stuff, it created a plume of dust. And so when they got into the jewelry store, they couldn't see anything. Ain't that crazy? How do you know? Uh, I guess they had the That's what the they say in the news. Well, I would, what would one even do with, with $350,000 worth of gold? Like, even if I had that in my possession, I wouldn't know what, where do you sell it or what do you do with it? I guess you could pawn it, but would they be suspicious and then, like, is it almost dangerous to do that once you... Yeah, I think if you come in with, like, a satchel full of gold and whatever. Be like, my grandma left it to me. All right. Uh, tell me about this PGA championship over the weekend, this Michael Block. I'm seeing about him uh, in the news. Uh, apparently, he got a hole-in-one. Nobody's ever heard of that guy. And uh, But I guess in the... Now, I'm going to get this wrong, but in a general sense, you know, you have the guys who are on the regular tour. You know, they're playing all the time. And then other guys can compete in sort of a regional thing, and if they get to the top, then they get to play in the championship too. So this is like an unknown dude. His, he doesn't even play golf as a living. He teaches it, but he doesn't play it. And he uh, got a hole-in-one yesterday, and it was crazy. I have a clip here. Listen to the crowd whenever this guy gets. I've never heard a golf crowd be this excited. So we can dial this trajectory right. It looks very good. He's got the distance right. I appreciate you making me cry. I'm living a dream. I'm making sure that I enjoy this moment. I've learned that after my 46 years of life. It's not going to get better than this. There's no way. No chance in hell. And cheers to the 29,000 uh, PGA Tour professionals, PGA professionals in the world. It's for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I saw that the guy had wanted to be like a PGA golfer, but he decided that, like, it was too risky because if it wasn't really good, he wasn't going to make any money. So he decided to get a regular job just working at a golf course. And so for the guy that works at the golf course to get to play at, play at the PGA Championship, pretty cool story. And you saw him, I guess, when he got became emotional and he wept. Did you see that? I did. Did you also tear up? A little bit. It was it was exciting. And he won like $250,000, so not a bad four days' work.
for a guy like that. Uh, it's the final week of school for a lot of kids. Did you see this video that's kind of gone viral here? It's a kid. He's a first grader getting off the school bus, and he's a big fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So they made this video of him uh, kind of like celebrating the final week of school. I wonder if uh, Steve Austin's seen that. Pretty funny. I'm sure he has. The guy was a great impression, by the way. I think that's uh, that's all I got. Foo Fighters got a new drummer. Did you see that? He was announced. I guess it was one of their very first drummers ever. The other one passed? Yeah, yeah. Ever since uh, that one guy passed away, they've got a a new drummer. Do you think, I wonder if it's hard for a a band to continue when they lose a member. I bet it is. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, get a new coworker or something. You know, it takes a while to adjust. You might even like them better in the end, but who knows? It's hard to tell, right? But, all right, Dana, we are up to date, except that I need to remind you tomorrow you can win that Luke Combs flyaway. That's right, a vacation to Kansas City. That's what we'd like for you to win. Tomorrow, 810, you get qualified for that right here with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Do you live out of your dryer, Daniel? Or are you one of these people? You're a single guy. You live alone. Do you ever fold your clothes or do they just kind of live in the dryer and you pick them out and pick them out and then when you need to... If I take them out the second they're done drying, I'll go ahead and fold them up and put them away. If I leave them in there overnight... You're kind of living out of your dryer. They're in there for about a, a week or two. We don't have that luxury. Uh, when you have a family, you don't have the luxury. Why do you think you don't have that luxury? Because something can't just live in the dryer because there's got other well, clothes behind all, it. First you guys over at your house, too many clothes. I understand. Your wife's got way too many clothes. Well, anyway, she uh, she does. And the other day she says, Tig, uh, there's a there's a load of um, clothes in the in the dryer. Would you, would you fold those for me? And I go, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I go down there. I'm kind of like, God, I don't want to do this. But, you know, I have to help out. And uh, I look down at the dryer, and if there were angels singing, you would have heard them, Daniel. Do you know what was in the dryer? A little bit of folding money? No. Oh. What? Towels. Oh, nice. I can I can fold a load of towels in about four minutes. That ain't nothing, right? Like, it's the, the ones that get you, and you don't have kids yet. It's the kids' clothes. Because, like, you know, an adult, you can put, I don't know, five or six shirts in there and maybe three or four pants kid you could put unlimited things in there you might actually literally have i'm not kidding 50 articles of clothing in there i've heard that you know how long it takes to hang up 50 things or to match little tiny socks impossible i gotta wear if i couldn't find the match i just threw threw it away we're just gonna start afresh you know that's what i'd heard that uh little kids clothes is the absolute worst and i couldn't tell especially when i was young i couldn't tell what was a school shirt versus a pajama shirt because pajama shirts you fold up School shirts you put on the hanger. I couldn't figure out what was going well, let on. Let me ask you a question. You, By your own admission, you all have too many clothes over there. What if just every now and again you just uh, went nippy that dryer right into the dumpster? <laughs> it probably wouldn't matter. I did that thing the other day where we had two boxes we brought from a move, and we didn't know it was in the boxes. And I said, if we don't know what's in them, it must not be that important. And I opened it up, and guess what it was? More clothes. 
And I said, Brittany, if we don't, if we haven't worn these in two years, we can certainly get. Let me go through them before you get rid of them. I'm like, Brittany, there's nothing That's in there we want. That's the worst thing you do is go through them because then you remember you have yeah. it and you feel like you got to get it out, put it back on so a shelf. I said, no, 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 no. So I won that little battle. And so I just, you got rid of them. I took without the box. her going through it. Once I found out there was just clothes in there, I closed it back up. Took it to the Goodwill. Did you go through and see if there was anything in there you might would no, want? No, I didn't want to because I'm like, there's nothing special in here, apparently. You or else had, I would have like, been missing it. like, your favorite shirt you'd forgotten about in there. Yeah, like my dad's dog tag, or my, yeah, like your granddad's dog tags from the war folded in one of those shirts. That would be bad. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Don't even say that. That's- I got a question about an ice chest, Daniel. Like, I don't understand this about an ice chest. Okay, you know, your standard ice chest, rectangular, right? It's got the lid and everything. Put ice in it. Okay. But then when you want to drain it, you pull that drain out. Why isn't the drain at the bottom of that thing, like, in totality? Because you mean I find like myself, at the very bottom? They need a drain that just, like, you don't, like, because when it drains, there's still water in it. Then you got to tip it up and sit there for a while. Why isn't the drain at the bottom of this thing? Like, your bathtub, for example. Like, you don't, like, drain it to two inches and then it's just... That's where you live. I think they don't put it on the very bottom because it would be, if you've got that thing filled up with drinks and ice and the ice melts and it's water, it's going to be very heavy. So they want you for access, easy access. Oh, I see. So you wouldn't be able to lift it up and get under it. Well, I could because I'm very strong and masculine, but other people might have a I hard think time they getting can, under it. What they can do is have a like have it hollow at the bottom a little bit and that way they could, they could slope it down. I have a Yeti, and I don't even think it has a drain thing in the bottom. Really? I guess you just have to ladle the water out. Uh, so if you got a drain, that means you po. <laughs> well, Ooh, guess, your ice chest has so, a drain. Yeah. Oh. 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Man, I went to a uh, salad bar again yesterday, and I must compliment Olive Garden, because anytime you go into Olive Garden and get a salad, it's never like wilted lettuce. I got to the salad bar yesterday. The lettuce, a little bit wilted, looked like it had been through Chernobyl. At uh, Olive Garden? Well, no, 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 no. This is a different place. There's a salad bar. Olive Garden doesn't have a salad bar. Oh, I see. I'm saying whenever you go to Olive Garden, always fresh lettuce doesn't ever seem to be wilted. Salad bar, flip a coin. I, I even said to the guys, like, uh, sell it a little, little rough out here. He's like, okay. The, disappears in the kitchen, comes back, puts in new lettuce. Same thing? Same, if not worse. And I was just, I mean, I, it's my pet peeve. I cannot get over it. I can't eat wilted lettuce. Are you talking about, like, a little wilted, like, not a big deal? Or are you talking, talking about showing, this stuff looks like garbage? Showing brown, man. Oh, Doesn't really? look good at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't go to a restaurant that has wilted lettuce. So what did you do? Well, I asked for the new lettuce. They brought out the new lettuce. I just have to I put it on my blacklist. I can't go back in there again. Did you eat it? Yeah, I ate some of it. Well, yeah. Why did you eat it if you don't like well, I've it? I've already paid for the salad bar. What am I there? supposed to do? Storm out and not yeah, eat my salad? And call uh, Visa and have them cancel the charge. Tell them they had wilted lettuce. That's a, that's on their list of things they'll reverse. Do you don't have like a pet peeve, like that one thing that when it comes to a restaurant yeah, you I cannot do. tolerate? And, and when I say it, you get mad at me. What is it? I don't like it when I walk into like McDonald's or Burger King and I walk up to the counter and they don't say anything to me. They just look at me. I'm like, are you going to say, like, they should at least say, you know, welcome to Burger King. Could I get your order? They just look at you. I'm like, what is this? Tig expects when he walks into, like, McDonald's for them to lay down palms for him to walk over. That'd I don't, be less weird than what they're doing over there now sometimes. What are they doing now? Just staring at you. <laughs> so you have a face-off every time you go into, yeah, I like, go a in place. there. I mean, I have had it before, like, a silent game. I'm like, 
I'm not speaking first. I got to let this person. It lasts about five seconds. They finally speak and hate my guts. Probably spit in my burger, but I, I don't like that. Like, what is that? You know what? My dad used to do this every time we walked into like a restaurant that had a buffet or a salad bar. And it would embarrass me because he would bypass the cash register. And I'd be like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go look at the salad bar and the buffet. So he would go give it a look over before he decided to pay for it mm-hmm. to make sure that he wanted it. I guess I got to start doing that. You got to start that. doing that.